0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Woke by Accident podcast. It is a weekly chat about socially conscious topics impacting the culture. I'd like to extend my gratitude in you listening to this podcast. It means everything to me. And I hope it is clear that this subject matter is so important to me. I care about our people, our future and making a positive change in this nation. This episode is powered by Poddex. Do you find it difficult to come up with content ideas for your podcast? Or perhaps you've gotten stuck during an interview with a guest where you just have nothing more to ask. Try Poddex today. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams and even social media content ideas with this tool you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests just shuffle the cards pick one at random hit the record button and get started now you can make better content have more fun while you're at it and get your viral moment all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Hey guys and welcome to another episode of Woke by Accident podcast. This is a weekly chat about socially conscious topics impacting the culture. Today we have a special guest, Sean Smith, who is the executive producer of Drippin' in Black podcast and Raw Conversations podcast. And he is a fellow member of the Content Creators of Color Collective. Today we're going to step away from our normal format. Welcome to the show, Sean.
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: Doing good. Glad to have you.
1: I hope it's so, not as cold as um, um down there than it is up here. It's, we're in Michigan and it's <laughs> freezing.
0: It's quite chilly. It is <laughs> quite chilly and I actually have to go out in this mess later today so I've been trying to avoid it. But yeah, so uh, we are finally connecting. So I'm very happy to have you on my show today. And there's a great podcast idea generation tool called Poddex, which offers physical card decks and an interactive app with countless conversation starters and unique questions that can be used for interviews or game nights. So Sean has agreed to take part in the festivities today, and we are going to get into the Black History Pod today. So this um, pod deck that we're looking at today is exclusively on the app for Poddex, and you can uh, check out this uh, great product at poddex.com using our code C4c to take advantage of this. So let's get started. You're right. What are some of the things you think people outside the black community don't understand about african American vernacular English and code switching?
1: ooh okay we hitting you hit me hard at the beginning. What are some things that people outside the black community you know historical wise you know it it was literally life or death okay you know so it it was couldn't talk to white folks in a certain manner, or you might be lynched or killed. So if you look historically, definitely been literally life or death. And, you know, if you're talking about trauma, we, we carry that. And we are, especially when you are exposed to other races and other realms in the, you know, that we live in yet you, you have to be able to.
0: Yeah, that's true. And so. You know, like now it's popular to use slang and hip hop culture is really prevalent, but I guess depending on um the scenario, like you said, mm-hmm. you have to code switch. So oh, that's yes. that's a that's a thing.
1: Yes, I I agree wholeheartedly, yes.
0: Okay, let's move along. This next one. Do you think schools and businesses do a good enough job of celebrating Black History Month?
1: Ooh, I would say not really. I am an educator, so I could definitely take on the, the school the school situation. I've taught in an urban district. I've taught in a predominantly white district. And it is definitely de- very different in, in how they do black history. In those two different places, one of my very first stories when I went into teaching, I was teaching in Milwaukee, out of all places, and I was sitting, I was sitting in the in the where the teachers eat, and they were having a conversation, but they was real quiet. They was having a conversation by me, and I was just eating there. Um, remember, I'm the only African American teacher there, and someone, I think it seemed like they got enough bravery and asked me. What do you think about Black history and and what what should we do about Black History Month? And I sat there for a minute, kept eating and said, I don't think there should be um, Black History Month. I think you should teach it with all the rest of the history. And that left their mouth open. (laughs) (laughs) They left their mouth open. So, um, yeah, this place had another insensitive situation uh real real quick to do this this is what you have to talk about especially when you're talking about uh predominantly white place trying to encapsulate without any education on it this place had a beautiful open area and they had all the flags of different countries uh around there so let me tell you this is in early 90s early 90s so they had this awful they had this program called the 2020 program where they were bussing black students into um into the school district outside of Milwaukee, Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, if you know people know where that is, uh, right outside of Milwaukee. And they were bussing these students in. They said, "Well, we want to have something to represent the the black students when they come in this this beautiful building and see a flag that represents the African diaspora. They bought a South African flag. Now, if you put that in the time where apartheid was still going on and, and about to end. That was very insensitive. Mm. So, so ignorant is, is harmful and it costs.
0: Right. And that makes me think about an issue going on in the news right now that um, I'm not sure if you saw this in Massachusetts, where they, a Catholic school, decided to serve fried chicken to celebrate Black History Month. And this is the Xavier Brothers High School in in Massachusetts. And they um, were wanting to highlight a traditional meal in the Southern Black History, and so they decided to serve fried chicken. Apparently, they asked a black lady that was that works in the kitchen or something like that, and um, they came up with fried chicken to honor Black History Month. So is that tone deaf or insensitive? And
1: ooh, um, it's kind of it is it, is is playing to the stereotypes, definitely. Okay. Um it 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 is fried chicken is not just a african american dish you know a meal or or something germane to just us right. but it is the stereotype of it so i would have i would have tread lightly with that one because you are perpetuating a stereotype that is um i would i would love to go back and Go back to history and see where that came from, because there's a lot of um, white folks that love them some fried chicken, and um, but why is why was it negatively stereotyped with us, you know, along with the watermelon and things. So, right. Um, right. so um, yeah, that that's kind of tone deaf, especially if it's a if it's a if it's a if it's something that's based on stereotype. That's kind of hard to do, especially when you're doing it within, um, in a white um, dominated community. Because now that you know, they know some of them probably know the stereotype. So yes. you just perpetuate the stereotype.
0: Definitely, I agree. Um, afterwards, they did make a statement from the administration um, and issued a formal apology afterwards. So. Um, yeah, definitely is pointing toward the stereotype fried chickens being associated mm. with Black people or Black culture is definitely um, thought of as a Southern comfort food, just Southern in period, not just Black right. people. So, it, you're, you know, it could be a part of soul food, but that is not what, you know, this was called. This was called Black History Month. So it shouldn't have been just that. That was interesting. And then another thought I had about with businesses celebrating Black History Month, and I was uh, part of this discussion room on Clubhouse lately with some ladies, and they were saying that how some of these retailers are, you know, aiming toward black history month maybe um a candle store if you really want to say the name of it with kente cloth on the label oh rapid. yeah
1: i did i did hear about that one uh
0: and so what is the thought about that kind of thing to embrace like <sighs>
1: that that's weak that's very weak <laughs> yeah I, okay. it, was, it, it was the same it, it was the same thing they just wrapped it up in a a kente cloth thing or red black and grill i forgot what it was but oh, we're gonna play not, candy, uh, and we did same same thing same candle you know it's not like it was supporting a uh, a black candle per uh person of doing that it wasn't that for the community it was okay we're going to repurpose these candles throw a little kente cloth around it and say it's black history yeah that was kind of, that was kind of weak if it happened now let me say it this way if it happened that way that was kind of weak.
0: I think the extra, as I read it further, whoever designed the graphic of the Kente graphic was a black person, but they slept it on, you know, their normal product. Right, right. Board. It was,
1: <laughs> right. It was. Oh, we gotta do something like let's, let's let's slap a label on it, call it a day. You know, yeah. it was it was very little effort to it. You know, okay. is that better than anything? I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was kind of weak.
0: Yeah, so that was interesting to see some uh, mainstream brands doing those types of tributes or tokens of Black history. I
1: mean, a small token (laughs) (laughs) in their effort.
0: Yeah, something. Okay, so moving right along, what do you think are a few of the most pivotal moments in Black history?
1: Ooh, let let me go off the beaten path a little bit. On my first one, I'm going to go off the beaten path because you know there, you know the civil rights and things. There's some. The one that I didn't know about was um, what is it called? It called Red Summer in 1919, okay. and that's one that we never re- really was talk- told about. And I believe um, it started off at they were at this somewhere in the lake because it was somewhere near Chicago. And um and they were throwing the rocks at this um black kid and he drowned. He ended up drowning and they had riots. Um but we this is one of the story wasn't told because there were some men um that fought, I guess it, it would have been war world war one at the time. They broke into arm, they broke into an armory and fought back. <laughs> and um, it's called The the Red Summer, I believe it was in 1919 in Chicago. I believe that's where it was. Um, so that would have been a pivotal if, if we would have, um, if that was something that was taught. Um, the one to stick, another one to stick out to me, uh, I need to find me some more positive ones, though. Um, um, Greenwood and, mm-hmm. um, that, that was because, you know, people like to say that, you know, black people are lazy and stuff like that. But when we did it, really what we, we asked is leave us alone and we will be okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll be okay. And when we did well, when you had the, when we had these, um, um Rosewood, I believe Rosewood was in Florida and things like that. Mm-hmm. When we had them, you got mad and and destroyed them. You know, right. so you know that those, those are things that those are probably more prevalent now that I've you know I've read more and looked at um things more. Like I say, you always got the um civil rights. One of the things that we all, I'm also looking at, and I think this is going to be an episode. Um, as well, shout out to um, Levi and the forefront. He encouraged me to do it. It's the Brown versus Board of Education, which was another pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. And doing some research and doing some research in that, that was, I think back now and said, would I have taken that route? Would that have been the route that I would have subscribed to? You know? And I know why they did it because they wanted to win and they did, but the consequences of it,
0: right. you know,
1: we, we almost, as, we almost as separate now than we were then. <laughs> so, um, and what, what you put the kids through, you know, so that's, that's a hard one. That's something that we might, I might tackle a little bit on the urban educator forum when I'm back at, that's one that I've been struggling with, but I got to do some more research. I got to get my, my information together.
0: Oh, yes. You'll have to share more about that uh, project that you have. And then since we have touched on the civil rights movement, this next question is, can you comment on a pivotal role of black women in the civil rights movement?
1: Oh, um, yeah, I mean, there there's a plethora of things. Matter of fact matter of fact, I was listening to NPR this morning. You know I'm gonna mess up that woman's name. The lawyer, you know, she says she's the mother of the civil rights, worked with um um Thurgood Marshall and uh in in those in actually in all those um cases that she was with the um NAACP um, defense fund or oh, supposed to be NAACP now, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they said not to say the double. I don't know really? why, but mm. I don't know why, but okay. So, um, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get you her name in a second. Cause that was a pretty good one. But you know, if you go back to, um, you know, if you watch the movie of red Judah and the black Messiah, um, you mm-hmm. see though, you, you see the role that the, um, women play, whether it was up front or behind the scenes. And you know, it's like, it's like, you know, people want to be in front. Well, some people like to be in front of time, but it's, you know, it's always, when something is that big, you always got to have the mechanism. Everybody can't be a hand. Everybody can't be a foot. You know, you need all the pieces working together. So women, oh, they definitely, played a major role in it. If that's true.
0: Right. Not just the people who spoke and right. you know took part in the sit-ins and you know Rosa Parks and things like that. But uh like how it was demonstrated in the movie Selma, for example, the women who opened their homes up to, you know, Martin Luther King and other people in the movement as they traveled through the different cities and, you know probably was kind of tight on the resources and you know it would be black people who will open up their home and feed them and um, that was significant uh to the movement too um one of the episode i had recently with this activist brother tory russell he spoke of that you know everybody can't be out there marching you know we need people like you jan to do the media and report it or we need big mama to cook up you know feed people this is different roles to play
1: Yep. Her name was Constant Baker Motley.
0: Oh, okay.
1: The the um but she did become a judge. Um yeah. you know, she was the first of a lot of stuff in in the New York area. They they did a nice NPR piece on her because you know they're talking about um Biden replacing a seat r- right with um a black woman. Yeah. And she's the one that they're using as a this is one that had inspired a lot of young women at that age during that time, during that civil rights movement, to get into law because she was mm-hmm. doing something un- unprecedented at that time. And um, it was very interesting because, you know, um, they gave Thurgood Marshall great praise for hiring her, mm-hmm. but but he also hindered her. Because when he did leave in the, the the defense fund instead of picking her, they picked someone else, and he had control of that so it was um she never i don't believe she ever voiced anything about it, but the woman that wrote the book about her you know said that was uh interesting risk dynamic because he did help her out a great deal, and she had mentioned that you know she was that he that was a pivotal. Um, point in her career, but he also didn't um, point to her to take over when he left. So,
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: So that was one. Um, I just was listening to one this morning on on my walk this morning. So yes, they played a very big role. Um,
0: this next one: How do you support your local black community? Are there specific black-owned businesses where you shop?
1: that is that that's a great question right now because one of the things that i pivot to and um and you've seen some of this is that i I wanted to support my tribe what i would call my tribe like for example i know you all can't see this um jen may use this video somewhere else this shirt i have this shirt was made by a person that was on the dripping the black podcast dr lake Mm -hmm. And he has um he has a store on Etsy and um, he made this so I started supporting and one of the things I wanted to do I wanted to support um, those people not only because they was on dripping and black on my podcast and things like that but mm-hmm. other um our friend Michelle from um, relationship through the looking glass I got oh, her cup yeah. sitting here I so saw how you so that. right so I I've been supported and you know I have and one of the things that I'm doing, I'm I, I need to knock on wood. I'm trying to keep on doing that. Is when I'm supporting, like I'm buying T-shirts, I'm buying mugs and and things like that. So when I'm doing my podcast now, I'm not usually the face of it um, right. on C4 Challenge. I do more of that than any time. Um, I try to support and um, give them a shout out, you know. So okay. um, I got I got former student stuff that the people got apparel lines. Um, a, a, a former colleague, her daughter has um, HBCU Famous brand. And I, I got one of them.
0: That. I see you I think I, I, only,
1: I only wore it once. I only wore that one once because I can't mess up the white. It's white because I'm scared oh, I'm going to mess it up. But I okay. wore that. Um, uh, which one have I wore more? I, um, um, Black Folk Think. So I, I've been supporting in that way, especially um, mm-hmm. in the creative in the, in the creative group the groups that I have been um, in within the last two or three years more so and doing dripping and black and meeting people like that so I try to support. In fact, we're going to a birthday party tonight for for a, a um, dripping and black alum. So oh, I try I try to support that way because that's what it is, and I call it I call it the ligature effect. Is when you link these things together, so mm-hmm. you know um uh we take a, a for instance a friend of ours cat that does the sister and service podcast shout out mm-hmm. to cat and if i know some some sisters that that are veterans i pass along to her so okay so i try to keep that community strong that way good people begets good people so you just you keep it going along i'm waiting for my um woke by accident mug you know, I like to collect mugs. So I'm waiting yeah. for a mug. Well,
0: that would look good on a mug. I know.
1: Uh, t- <laughs> go, go get one.
0: Well, you are totally supporting the community. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> I've tried my darndest. i am trying my darndest.
0: That's awesome. We're glad to see that. We challenge everyone out there to support at least one Black owned business or a person of color business during black history month um so that let that be your call to action guys
1: oh All yes tell them to go go to the dibk drip shop you want to that's a black business look, as well wait a dibk <laughs> drip shop
0: look and that's i was just about to pivot and Ooh. ask you to tell us about your podcast and how folks can reach out
1: oh well that's one way um <laughs> dripping and black podcast we're in our second season we just started we just started back we we took a little break um um through the holiday break christmas break and we just now getting back and so we're doing our our um black history this is the entrepreneurs um series this year so we got entrepreneurs um we also got two exclusive um dripping and wokeness Volume 1 is um our friend Afiel Israel Levi. Okay. Um his is coming up. You know, his took a little bit longer cuz I lost the the edit portion. I had to redo it. And volume 2 is our very own Jen Washington. So that's oh, coming nice. up within the next the next 2 weeks, I believe. I did not want to drop them on a the weekend. So okay. I think I want to I think I'm dropping Levis Monday and yours maybe next Monday I hope. I'll give you more information on that. So Jen is going to be on the Dripping and Black C4 exclusive um premiere. So they're going to wow. be premiered on through the C4. So you are that are, that are Jen fans, our Oprah would be, that's, you know, I call her our little Oprah now. So she would be featured on a in black and you get to know more about her story.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome. Hey, I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> I really uh, do. No problems
0: all right um and then so that's dripping in black you have the raw conversation
1: raw raw is on break right now but okay. you can always you can find them all you could all you can find them all on on youtube on the dibk channel um okay. that's short for dripping in black channel if you put in dripping in black channel it'll come up um so on youtube so both of them are are there and of course you know the c4 and i'm doing a lot of experimental stuff on c4 um you know we've done the last drip that's our historical part of our from from dripping in black um did the urban educator form actually the urban educator form was really the first idea that i had you know oh. i'm an educator i'm an educator but dripping in black took precedence so because mm-hmm. And I couldn't do them all because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so so I put it on the back burner. But I'm going to, I have broken it out. And there's a couple of new episodes that's coming out for exclusively on C4 um, from the Urban Educator Forum. Oh,
0: good. Okay. I think that's awesome. Um, I remember you sharing in some... Setting of your story about dripping in black and i can totally see you saying that if i do something it's got to be dripping in black
1: <laughs> oh yeah it was you know it was one of them coming from a uh, uh from a long day of work and having a meeting and just said man you know you get you get tired of being the the only one that looked like you and okay. and happened and having to defend it you know um, the Richard Wright saying about being woke in America—you got to be mad all the time. I I live that. It's actually in my office. Well, we we ain't been in the office in two years now, but it's in my office because I had oh, to keep wow. on that because I had to I had to represent. And mm-hmm. you know, the attitude of dripping in black um, made me create Math Noir. You know, my math oh, yeah. program and. And you know, we can't let math hold us back. We invented it, you know. Yeah. So so, um, you know, so it 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 it's dripping the black is more than just the podcast. It's a, it's the attitude, it's a it's a lifestyle. So wow. yeah. So when Love I got that. my when I got my tribe, you gotta get your you you have to keep your tribe and and expand from there. That's
0: awesome. We will have those links posted, guys. So be sure to tap into what Sean has available. And I hope you um, check out what Poddex has to offer. This uh, These questions were out on the Poddex app. And there's uh, some really great products on the Poddex website. Again, use our code C4C. And we thank you guys for listening.
1: Have a good one. Thank you for having me, Jeff
0: at this time we're going to go ahead and conclude the episode we greatly appreciate you listening we invite you to follow us on social media on instagram it is woke by accident podcast on twitter it is woke by on facebook it is woke by accident podcast we also have the new website up www.wokebyaccident.net please check us out and also follow us on all of your favorite streaming platforms and please leave a review and share feedback you can also reach out by gmail wokebyaccident at gmail.com And every time you listen, we appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening and take care.